0: I cannot believe we are officially in the third season of the Chasing Dreams podcast. It is my honor to be your host, and I am so excited for you to hear this season's episodes. We have grown and learned so much together. It's only going to get better from here. I am Tiara Nicole, and I am very excited to be on this journey with you feel free to follow me at Tiara Nicole Riley and let me know what you think of these episodes. Which one is your fave? As always, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share these episodes with someone who needs to hear these gems. But ultimately, we want to hear from you. Y'all know my favorite episode is the Q&A episode at the end of each season. Make sure you are submitting your questions. All audience questions can be sent by email at ChasingDreamsPodcast at gmail.com. That's ChasingDreams with an S, podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you stay tuned to the end of each episode for a very special announcement. Now let's keep chasing those dreams together. All right, guys, I have a few questions for you. Have you been through a struggle and felt like the only one going through it? Have you watched a loved one suffer and not know how to help them? Are you ready to not only heal, but to rebound and thrive? Well, you are not alone and there's help available for you and it's closer than you think. How We Got Over is a collection of stories based on women who have been through tough times and overcome them with faith and perseverance. Each chapter tells a woman's story and contains action steps towards healing and growth. After every chapter, there's space for you to write your reflection and feelings about the story, whether you relate or not. After all, the greatest story to read is the one we write about ourselves. These women have overcome, and I believe we all have that power. Author Kim Berry is a DMV social worker with 30 plus years work experience working with individuals and families from child welfare and beyond. A staunch advocate for women's empowerment, she believes the women is the cornerstone of healing for the family, for the community, and ultimately the world. She wants women to arise and to walk in their power. You can order How We Got Over on Amazon in both paper book and ebook. Get this book for yourself or give it as a gift for the upcoming holiday. Take a look, guys hello 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 welcome to the chasing dreams podcast today we have miss Monet and we are talking about perseverance she is a blogger a social influencer and a brand ambassador And she has taken the scenic route, which is the name of her blog, but all puns intended. Um, In her childhood years, she had a vision of how her life would be be when she became an adult. I think we all can relate to that list when we grow up. Flash forward to the present day, and her life is the complete opposite of what she envisioned. She's on a journey to fully embrace the life she has and letting go of the life she thought she would have. She's not where she wants to be yet, and until she gets here, she's enjoying the scenery. In short, she's just a single queen trying to see the world and survive with fibromyalgia, NCTD, and anxiety all while self-healing. Welcome to the podcast, love.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for being here. Thank you for this opportunity. Yes, and one
0: of my favorite facts about you, she is my beloved. So I'm sick We get ready. Yes, yes. Three poodles. Woo. woo woo. Okay, poodles out here doing the thing. Yeah, all right. Period. So uh, okay. <laughs> that's on Mary Lou and the crew. Right. Yes, <laughs> on everybody. Yes. Yes. Hey, so I'm- I like to start off the conversation by just asking, "What what is the dream for you?"
1: that is honestly a good question i feel like it changes every day um i think for right now in this moment i think my number one thing is to embrace my health conditions that i have which i'm sure we'll get in Mm -hmm. um get into throughout this uh, podcast it really affects every aspect of my life and it has completely changed my life in every way so i'm really trying to embrace it physically and mentally Mm -hmm. and then once i kind of get that under control I'm, of course, trying to chase my social um, influencers slash blogger dreams and really work with brands and continue to put myself out there with content. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also looking to get my LLC and start a business around government contracting around sexual health and HIV. Nice,
0: nice, nice. Um, so when did you realize the dream and how has it changed over the years?
1: Um... I feel like for my social influencer blogging dream, I would say I realized it in 2015. And this was really before Instagram became what Instagram I is. <laughs> get all of these deals, honey, and get all this coin, get all this money. I just love taking pictures. I don't necessarily really love telling my story, even though that's a lot of what my blog is centered around. But what I do love is helping other people. And as black women, so shout out to all the black women listening to this podcast right now, we suffer in silence too much. And I really wanted to break that. Um, My undergraduate degree is actually in social work. So really healing and helping people, motivating people is at the core of me. So I thought by sharing my story and just creating a safe place for other women who look like me. Yeah. I would be able to help and heal. And even if it's just one person, that was always my goal. So in 2015, I just had this, I want to help people. I want to take pictures, let my story help someone else.
0: That is so beautiful. And what I've learned as I've become more comfortable sharing my story is that there really is power in understanding that you're not the only person struggling with that yes I so agree. thank you for for the transparency and the courage it takes to share your
1: story we need to normalize it more if you do it if i do it then you the next thing you know the next brown or black or brown sister or just people in general will do it it doesn't need to be an abnormal thing particularly in the black community this year we got to kind of break that
0: hello okay so what are some of the stigmas you've experienced living with an invisible chronic disease?
1: I feel like that people don't realize that it's there. You know, people look at me, they see this, they see the hair, they see the fashion or, you know, the extraness that I have going on. And it's like, girl, she's not sick. She's faking. It's not that bad. I deal with pain too. I am tired too. I can't remember things too. You're too young to be sick. Uh, Black women's pain, physical in this sense, is not the same as everyone else's. Um, you don't need days off from work. Like I just dealt with everything around this not being real. And you start to internalize those comments and you really start be- to believe that the widespread chronic body pain that you feel is not real. That you, know, you not being able to walk or get out the bed or lift your arm is just it's like a psychological issue in your head when in reality, my body is not like everyone else's. And I say this not to be dramatic, but it's not like someone who has a normal body who isn't in my um, health conditions. It's extremely hard for me to do things that for the average person is just your normal day, like walking, like lifting your arm, like having energy to brush your teeth, do your hair. So it's real.
0: Yeah. And I will say um, the fact that it's an invisible disease. Um, I can definitely attest to that, because I've known you for years at this point, and I would have never known had we not had this conversation. So how can someone like me who can't see it, right, you present yourself well, you are friendly, you have energy, you know, how can we be more supportive uh, when we meet people who are struggling with invisible diseases?
1: I think education is number one. It's really important to educate yourself. And I'm not saying it has to be every day or every month, but if you learn about a friend, a loved one, a family member, a coworker, a colleague who has an invisible disease, just take the five minutes it is to read about the condition. We all have cell phones now who are for, I would say 99% smart, takes five seconds to Google read, educate maybe you want to share it on your social media pages maybe you want to share it with your family or friends not to kind of like tell that person's story but just to educate someone else because each one each one yeah. We educate our community that will say one thing and then also just check in on your friend um, I know that really helps me a lot when people just send me a text message how are you doing today what's going on and I know it becomes a little bit awkward particularly in my situation because I'm not the most Open on one to one, even though I'll do it on social media. Um, and I don't always ask for help, but with invisible diseases, they are inconsistent. So, yes, you do have some good days, some good months, but when you have those bad days, those bad weeks, those bad months, they're bad. Yeah. yeah. It's just taking the five seconds to say, hey, how are you doing? Do you need anything? Can I bring you some food? Do you okay. need me to help clean up? Those would be my suggestions
0: perfect so what are some of the biggest challenges you face um living through the conditions you have and if you can give us a brief overview so educate us a little bit (laughs) on your um conditions and what uh the outside can look for
1: okay awesome i will start with the condition i was diagnosed with first in 2016 at the age of 26 um, which is mixed connective tissue disease, or for sure, MCTD, which is an autoimmune condition. So most people probably heard of arthritis and lupus, mm-hmm. and those are autoimmune conditions like mm-hmm. uh, mixed conjective tissue disease. And what an autoimmune disease basically means is that your body mistakes healthy, normal cells as invaders or bad cells, and they attack them. So your body no longer can understand what's a healthy cell. So it's just attacking everything honey it's just like that so um and with mixed connective tissue disorder it's that same thing but it's attacking the framework of your joints or muscles so i will have a lot of pain in my joint and muscle area with this indeed disease among other things and mixed connective tissue disease is also known as an overlap disease okay. because it has um symptoms of multiple autoimmune diseases to being arthritis and uh lupus It's also really known as incomplete lupus. Um, My condition could eventually grow into lupus. Um, So it's kind of like, I have a very high level of, let's just say, um, auto in me, for an easier way to put it. But when I go to take that further step to see if I have lupus, which I've been tested for lupus twice, this came back negative. But because I have such a high tier level in me, they call it misconjected tissue disease, which is again, is an overlap condition. And one of the diseases that uh, mixed congestive tissue disease mm-hmm. has um, symptoms of is uh, lupus. Moving yep. on to the second condition, which I was diagnosed with in 2018, mm-hmm. is fibromyalgia, which is not an autoimmune disease, but it's when your nerves overreact. They're very sensitive to pain and it affects your nervous system. So whereas a pinch for someone with a normal body system, you know, may hurt, Five ten seconds with me, that sensitivity can last way longer, you know because my nerves are just overreactive and very sensitive to pain okay. so both conditions overall deal with chronic pain, chronic fatigue um, overall overall general health not feeling well uh, on the fibromyalgia side, you'll see a lot of concentration issues, not being able to focus, both you can see losing circulation in your hands and toes and feet um those are kind of like the main symptoms that you'll see. Okay. And what was the first? Yeah, thing?
0: I was saying, um, what were some of the challenges you faced living with those challenges, <laughs> those conditions?
1: The biggest challenge right now, and um, I'm in counseling dealing with this, is that I have to say goodbye to the way life was. I was a person that used to be on the go, like I'm going here, I'm going there, I'm involved in this event, whatever was work, like I'm just about the business, like I get it yeah. done. But now I can't do that. Like there's times where I can sleep for 15 hours and then it will feel like I have not got one hour of sleep because my body is so exhausted. There's times where I may have a event I would like to go to or work, I would like to get done, but I can't physically lift my arm because I'm in so much pain. I can't walk because my knees, my toes, my thighs, my hips hurt, my waist hurt, I'm having abdominal pain. Um, You know, the medications also have side effects. So I feel like my, again, my life has changed physically. So that's also been really hard because the things that I used to be able to do just on the being on the go, but then your daily washing, cooking, cleaning, I can't do. And then it affects your mental health because it's just like, how did I get here? I didn't ask for this. I'm having anxiety because I can't get anything done. I'm not as social as I used to be because, you know, of course I like to look like this, but most of the time, honey, the hair is not done. It's dry. The face is like, says you need to exfoliate. It's <laughs> just, I would say those are the two biggest things. Like, um, I guess not being mobile and my mental health.
0: Gotcha. And for the record, just let the record show. You look good, okay? <laughs>
1: you look blessed okay because as you know as females or even males too so shout out to the male callers listening to my sis right now um keep supporting her when you look when you get dressed up you feel good but when you just look bummy and that's how i look most of the stops it just brings you down another level on top of the body pain fatigue losing circulation kind concentrate memory issues
0: everything that you're already going through yeah look good <laughs> feel good do good
1: absolutely
0: okay but i understand there's some days where you just can't get to step one
1: well, no it's just like you're gonna be able to do it honey I need to deep.
0: <laughs> okay let baby steps one right. thing that i want to ask you about and inquire about i know in the medical field there's a lot of um there's challenge of medical professionals taking the pain of black women serious. So I'm curious what your experience was, particularly when it's an invisible disease that they don't have the, like if you had a rash, they could see that. You know what I mean? So considering it's invisible and there's already um, challenges for black women's pain being taken serious, what was your experience?
1: I think when I first was diagnosed, so I took the ANA test, which is the test you take to see if you have an autoimmune condition. I had a black woman primary care doctor. That was very important to me. Um, Just in general, aside of chronic uh, chronic health issues, I wanted a black woman doctor. I felt with her, she was pretty open. I think she did have some curiosity if there was anything else like Um, use of substances or alcohol going on just because I was young or something that I wasn't showing Um, but once um, she gave me the diagnosis that I do have an autoimmune disease I think she became very like okay your pain is real Mm
0: -hmm. when I went to
1: my first rheumatology doctor which takes care of my fibromyalgia and my Mm -hmm. autoimmune condition I it was it, uh, it was trauma as I like to call it because it was just like How did you score so high? Does lupus run in your family? Where does this come from? What do you do for a living? And it was very aggressive. Can you take off? You don't need to work. It was like all of this stuff, and I'm just like, Can I
0: ask her orientation? I mean, not her orientation, but her nationality.
1: Oh, non-black. It was non-black. It it wasn't Caucasian either. So I don't want to.
0: Brown, but not black.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and then. um, She was a a PA, um, a physician assistant to the actual medical doctor who was a white male, who both of them were kind of doing the same thing. I always say her because she ended up taking over the case more, and her bedside manner was worse. I mean, his wasn't good neither, but her, she was, this was horrible. And it just, it again added to people feeling, not feeling validated and not, And not that, because I know sometimes you say that it can be used in a negative way, but I was feeling something. I was going through something and someone not validating my symptoms made me just feel more mentally like I was crazy or was, well, you don't have lupus and lupus looks like that and lupus looks like this. I don't know if anything's really wrong. Maybe you should. And it was just the whole like i always say i feel like i have three things working against me i'm black i'm a woman and i'm young and particularly at that time 31 now still young to me but it it was hard to answer your question and i feel like if i was a little bit older caucasian um i probably wouldn't have to deal with the issues that i dealt with and it's like black women's pain no matter where pill seeking when it's not true systemic racism
0: Yeah for sure um so we're talking about perseverance today and that has definitely been shown through your story i'm curious what does perseverance mean for you
1: i think for me in this very moment is believing that god has not forgotten about me um and i know that's something i've been struggling with at the end of 2019 into this year which kind of sent me into a depression which i feel like you know coming out of it's just like i felt like god you forgot about me um because since september to now my symptoms have been h-e-l-l um consistently mainly every day so it's kind of like i felt god forgot about me so i had to reconnect with my faith and realize that god doesn't put more on you god does not put more on you than you can bear right he's giving me this for a reason i need to fight through this yeah Live and chase my dreams. So, perseverance is really just having faith, knowing that you manifest what you believe, not what you want. And I'm persevering because this is not it for me. You know, staying in the bed, being sick, not being able to walk, not being able to remember things that's not the end for me. This is just a part of my journey. It's a part of the scenery, the scenic route that I'm on. But I'm getting to that golden glory, success place that I want to get to. So, success is. God hasn't forgotten
0: about me. Yeah. Or personally
1: knowing that God hasn't forgotten
0: about me. And I would like to um be a little humble and apologize publicly. Um, you are my soul period. And I will do a better job of checking in.
1: Oh, thank you. But now people don't really get it, so I don't, you know, I don't take it personally.
0: Yeah. But that doesn't mean I can't check in. Absolutely. <laughs> so moving forward.
1: The best yes yeah. definitely, specific. and i thank you
0: for saying that absolutely means definitely means a lot absolutely <laughs> um and you know i i understand like because it's an invisible scenario sometimes um we tend to suffer in silence absolutely. because it's invisible um, and I know that's been my experience. I, I suffer with depression um, and grief, and um, I have in the past suffered from suicide attempts. And a lot of times, because there's no tangible, like, <laughs> you know, um, it's it, we're more likely to suffer in silence. So, um, but when you know better, you do better. So I will be doing better moving forward.
1: Thank you, and thank you for sharing. And it's great that we're both sharing our struggles with mental health, because I'm sure, as you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and that's another thing in the Black community. Sorry, yeah, I uh, gotta do better. People, but we gotta do better. We need to talk about mental health more. We have to break the stigma.
0: Absolutely. So, what would you say is your number one secret to success?
1: Um, I think knowing that I'm enough. Mm -hmm. being in the social influencer blogger world just being a woman just being a human in the just social media world in general we compare ourselves to other people a lot we look at what they have like well if I had that lighting or I had that camera I'll be able to do this and I don't want to make my post because it doesn't look like that but I have to know that Vanessa real name or as I go by Ness Monet is enough like this is all that in a bag of chips, honey. Okay. And it's like I know that, but sometimes when you just get caught it's up in it,
0: the- easy to get caught up.
1: Yeah, you you get blockers, like you can't see. So it's just knowing that Ness is enough.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> that is such a good takeaway. Okay. And I think we all need to remind ourselves of that. Like, I'm yeah. dope in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Period.
1: Like, I need to see it because I see it and that's all that matters.
0: That's it. That's it. That's all. Yeah.
1: Hello?
0: Everything I do ain't on Instagram. I'm gonna be all right, this. Right, 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 right.
1: And it doesn't have to look like how someone else is doing yeah. it. Like, that's what I think when I really became true to what I wanted to do, focusing on health and travel and kind of doing the fashion thing, but it's kind of like through my traveling because mm-hmm. I realized that's what made, brought me joy not trying to be your... Yeah. Fashion an Instagrammer, I'm like so happy. Like, this is my feed. If you don't want to look at it, you know, there's so many. That's okay. Right. That ain't no problem. Right. And then just putting, whether it's on your phone, your planner, your to do list, just putting little affirmations. That, like, really helps. Like, I have affirmations all over my health. Yeah.
0: Same. I have them written on my mirror. I have, you know, notes. Yeah. Girl, I'm with you
1: you gotta constantly feed into yourself. Like self-love, self-care is so, so, so important. Start there, because if you do not start there, you'll never get to where you need to get to.
0: Absolutely. So what final thoughts do you have for us?
1: Um, chase your dreams. Uh, It's never too late to start. It's never too late to make it happen. You know, my whole, the scenic route journey is because I thought by 25, I would be married with kids, master's degree, okay. and i we're there. I mean, I do have my master's degree now, but everything else, or even financial-wise, I'm not there. But it doesn't matter what age you get it, because even if you get a master's degree at 50, you're amazing. If you get master's 46, master's. Yeah, if you get married at 46, you're amazing. It's literally go after your dreams believe in yourself and know that you are an amazing human being and i honor your um, i honor your greatness and i want to thank you so much for having me on this podcast i okay. appreciate the opportunity to connect with your fan base and your supporters
0: absolutely girl it's been my honor um i just th- i think you're dope in real life honestly oh, thank you Same really here, to you. like we was talking
1: off. Like sis is popping. She's going okay. on. She got events. Make sure y'all are following her and support yeah. her. everything she has going on. We need. That's. I'm sorry. That's actually my last thought. We have to support each other more. We are want to work in silos so much, and that's not cool, guys. Like we really gotta support each other more, especially my black women. Let's do better. Support your friends, your soul wars in 2020. Let's go
0: absolutely enough
1: all of us to win
0: hello and i think that's the the beauty when you get when you get that self-love down pack we ain't gotta compete
1: no it's not a competition
0: for you and me
1: yes it's okay like i'm like you know i got my stuff going on and you got yours and i'm like amazed at what you're doing like it's great like how, right. can, I, how can i help how can i promote you because absolutely A black woman win is a win for all of us. Like, we need to continue to push this black girl magic in everybody's face. Vote. I know we're not here to talk about that, but vote. But vote. (laughs) Yeah, we really need to just continue to push this blackness. Like, we're amazing. We need to support each other.
0: Absolutely. So where can everybody find you and see all your dopeness and, 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 you know, follow your journey? Throw it all out there. Let them know.
1: the main place right now is on instagram which is at nest.monet which is m-o-n-e-t m as in mary (laughs) Mary, you as an octopus n as an n-t-e as in a t as in tree so nest.monet on instagram and from there in my bio you can get connected to my website i'm currently building it up um, my poshmark closet twitter all there you will find all of that information if you would like to um connect with me via email my email address is nesmonet at gmail.com i look forward to hearing from you all connecting with you
0: y'all make sure y'all follow her okay okay awesome well thank you so much for being on the chasing dreams podcast absolutely and and speaking on um the health of black women which is a conversation we need to do more often physical health and mental health um so thank you for tackling both
1: anytime it's definitely something i'm very passionate about
0: absolutely Mm -hmm. well we'll see you next week guys i am so excited to announce that my new book closer to my dreams is officially available for pre-order. Okay. Um, I just recently experienced my 29th birthday and decided why not launch a pre-order for my fourth book. Okay. Make sure you visit my website. Um, The link is in my Instagram bio tier at tier Nicole Riley. Make sure you visit my website, pre-order your copy of the book, while they're on the pre-order discount. Once they are officially live, you will be the first to receive a signed copy of my new book, Closer to My Dreams. Make sure you pre-order today. Okay. Thanks guys.